Good afternoon. I do have some brief remarks to make here today about uh, the presidential town hall last night uh, and uh, the continuing uh, ice storm and winter event that's uh, going through our nation. But I first would like to um, talk about the passing of Rush Limbaugh. Uh, as you may have been aware, Rush uh, Limbaugh passed away this morning. Um, he was a known, one of the first really uh, known talk radio host. And when I say that, one of the first, he was the first one with the conservative voice. Long before there were tons of uh, radio uh, programs on both sides of the fence, the left and the right, Rush was out there talking the issues. Uh, I remember, for, I remember hearing him in the very early days of the Clinton administration back in 1993. And over those, and over the succeeding years, he built a tremendous audience. And so uh, Andre and I do send our thoughts and prayers out to the, Lombo, uh, the to, to Russia's family uh, on his passing. Um, he was a broadcast icon and will definitely uh, be missed in the broadcast world. I would like to talk about, secondly, talk about the uh, winter storm that's uh, ravishing most of our country uh, and focus on some issues that are happening down in my home state of Texas. Uh, latest estimates are showing we have 4.4 million people without power. And this is just in Texas alone. Um, uh, there are rolling blackouts going throughout the state. Some of these blackouts are lasting, uh, not not minutes, not hours, but some have been without power for days. Um, it's imperative that, uh, first of all, that we do the best we can to conserve electricity, uh, and that and and that would be turn our heat down to a lower level. Uh, reduce electrical power so that way the megawatts actually goes down or the demand for megawatts actually goes down and secondly uh, I would hope that the uh, regulatory commission that does regulate the electrical power in my home state uh, does a little better job as far as doing doing these rolling blackouts because some of these you know like I said uh, they're intended to last a few minutes to even out the power distribution, but they're but they're lasting uh, hours and sometimes days. Uh, stories of people um, being forced to hotels just to get heat, warming stations being opened up in, in my uh, home of Dallas. It's just it's something. It's a it's a bad situation that hopefully we're seeing we're seeing the end of. Um, all indications are showing that. The temperatures will be rising in the next few days as the system moves out and moves off the coast. And hopefully things will get better, uh, not only in Texas, but through the entire uh, nation. Because this system uh, pretty much covers almost the entire nation, at least for the central portion going east. Um, so I do appreciate the supporting administration. Um uh, President Biden's um, involvement in this, as I've 
I think has actually really helped the situation in Texas. So um, I'm hoping that does continue with the other states that are impacted from this as well. On that, I do want to talk about uh, the town hall that happened in Wisconsin last night. Um, this was the first uh, official out-of-town out of trip for the vice for the president, the he uh, he actually made a trip home to Delaware, but this is the first actual official uh, visit of President Biden uh, out of D.C. to Wisconsin, and it was a forum where um, fifty people were invited, uh, socially distanced, and um, they asked questions about the issues. Some of the things that were brought up. I like to address here today. Um, the administration, uh, the president, uh, said last night that vaccinations would be available to every American by July. And really, the key to that is to to make uh, to make sure that these vaccines are being distributed to the states. Then it's uh, it's up to the states to come up with a distribution plan to get these uh, vaccines into the arms of our citizens. Touched on education last night as well. Um, he made a commitment to reopening a majority of the K-8 uh, schools in the first 100 days of his administration. Well, that first 100 days, that goes to about the mid part of May. And here's the thing, school, the school year, it's getting close to being at the end. When you, at the end of May, it's winding down. Uh, I've always said, and I'll say this again, that we need to reopen our schools, reopen them now, but reopen them in a phased approach. Let's don't be reckless. I've always said, don't just open them up for the sake of opening them up, but come up with a a plan that you know will work and reopen our schools. Our school children need to be back in school. They need that social that social interaction with other uh, school school kids or friends, and so it's that's very very important. Um, one issue that's come up in this reopening plan uh, by some of the states is the request of some of them actually. Uh, wanting the ventilation redone in these schools for proper ventilation to deal with COVID. Now, here's the thing. Uh, the latest estimates show there are approximately, and this is the number I hear, there's roughly 36,000 schools that have improper ventilation. Now, my question for the administration is this. I know the health and safety of our school, of, of our children, and all citizens actually comes first and paramount. That that's actual, that, that's the most important thing. But we had to also weigh in the education and also the physical side of this. Um, I guess my concern about this is the time required to fix these thirty-six thousand schools that are reported to have inadequate ventilation. 
not only that, the cost. You're talking, you're talking billions of dollars to to go about this, and also you're talking about an incredible time frame to get 36,000 schools to get their ventilation systems fixed. The way I see it, we don't have that time. And the way I see it, most of us in this country have gone to these schools. Uh, most of the folks that are are my age and younger, um, we went to these schools and did not have a problem. Now I know we're in the pandemic. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Dis, I'm not disregarding that at all. But we had to come up with a more feasible way to reopen our schools. Uh, social distancing, the use of masks, that would help. Uh, talking about reducing the class size to 10. Uh, again, things like that would help us. But one of the things they're asking is uh, redoing the school ventilation before we completely reopen the schools. Come on. We, we can't, right now, we don't have the time to do that. It's imperative, imperative that we, that we reopen these schools. We've got to do that. So uh, I'm asking uh, my viewers like, or my listeners, like I always do, to reach out to your congresswoman, congressman, senator, and express to them your view on this. Also, the White House comment line. I always talk about that. That really does exist. Call the White House. Uh, there's people there who answer the phone on, and, talk, and will take your opinion on any issue that is addressing this country, or affecting this country. So um, that's the way we go about doing it. We do it in a peaceful manner. We contact our uh, congressional delegations from our states and talk to them, hey, I'm, I'm for this issue, I'm against this issue, but we give them our viewpoint. That is why they are in our nation's capital. we got to remember, they work for us. And so it's up to us to make sure that they're doing the people's work. And so, again, I ask you to reach out to them and which other side of the fence you're on. And, um, again, I know there's different views on this. I just ask you to reach out to your congressional delegations and speak your mind on this. We have a lot at stake here, really, you think about this. It will soon be almost a year that this country has been locked down with the COVID-19 uh, crisis, a year. Many things have changed in this year. Um, and we need to really get focused on getting this, um, this pandemic under control, reopening our country, reopening our schools, and getting back to normal. The quicker we do that, the quicker we do that, and not carelessly, but the quicker we do that, the better off this country will be, and the better off I think the world will be entirely. Um, 
So I thank you very much for your time today and um, looking forward to hearing, or hearing from you and talking to you again really soon. Thank you very much.